Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Lunch Table Talk Podcast. This is episode 3. Today we're going to be talking about the NFL playoff additions, the Premier Golf League, and XFL's third week. First things first, we finally have some NFL news to talk about. I'd like to think that my NFL news is the greatest compared to my other sports' knowledge. Um, So... I can finally show off what I got to know about the NFL. I like to do some mock drafts. Maybe when the draft gets closer. Um, I'm sure in my next episode, I'll do a little combine review. But we'll see when we get to that point. So, the NFL playoff additions. We're going to have two extra teams in the NFL playoffs. This is likely to be implemented into the 2021 and 2022 season. Two extra teams means that there's only going to be one buy for each conference instead of two. So we're going to be having 14 teams instead of 12, the usual 12. Um, if, that, if that doesn't make sense, basically only the one seed will be getting the buy. The two seed is going to play the seven seed. The three seed is going to play the six seed. And the four seed will be playing the five seed. So, we got we got an extra wild card game now to look forward to, which is interesting. Uh, sorry to Steelers and Los Angeles Rams fans. Uh, you would have made the playoffs last year if this was implicated. So, tough break on your part. <laughs> um, so, two, two extra playoff teams, which equals more games. I'm all for it. Uh, more football is never a bad thing, so I'm for the change. I, although I don't want this to turn into like an NBA type thing where more than half the league gets in. I don't think the NFL would do that though, because um, in the in places like the NBA, there's going to be series that is, as opposed to one game, right? So uh, other changes are include the less strict on substance abuses like marijuana um, can't be suspended anymore for just uh, smoking weed so maybe we can see some of a pot smoker like uh, Josh Gordon make a comeback in the NFL and maybe he actually produce at a high level like we know he can for on our team for more than what four or five weeks so See if he can come back, go to a tender, get himself a nice piece of jewelry. Uh, there's going to be 17 games, and not uh, not 17 weeks. There's going to be 17 games, not and 18 weeks, as opposed to the 16 games, uh, 17 weeks. Which means, where's that extra time coming from? They're going to be getting rid of the final. Uh, preseason game, John, which I am also a hundred percent for. Um, preseasons, it's it's pretty boring. It, it doesn't. There's no point for it. I mean, teams just send out whoever they want. Uh, it's not a good. Uh, what's the word? It's not a good deciding factor, I guess, to see if uh, players should start because. They're, they're mainly just playing third stringers 
Uh, I mean, I understand that sometimes they'll throw out their starters, and that's just to get them loose, get them get them reps, right? Uh, but preseason a whole lot different than the actual NFL season, as I'm sure everyone knows. But uh, I mean, the preseason. I guess it makes the season feel like it's uh, gonna get here faster, or something like that. But um, that in all reality, it's really not. Uh, so I like getting rid of that final third, pre final fourth and final, sorry, preseason game. So if you do the seven seed, that uh, makes that one seed very valuable because you're the only team in your respective conference, AFC, NFC, that can't be eliminated in that first round, which is huge. Uh, I know two seed, seven seed upset is uh, pretty unlikely in the NFL uh, because Steelers probably weren't beating the Chiefs last year, right? Um, but yeah, but it, it at least gives them a chance, right? Uh, I don't think that they're going to turn into eight seeds because um, that would, would that make it more than half the league? It would make it half the league, yeah. And make it exactly 50-50. So, I don't think they'd add in an eight seed. Um, I think I think seven seeds is good. I like uh, one team getting their buy. Uh, makes it makes that one seed very valuable. Now, <clears throat> all right. On to the next. We have the Premier Golf League. I want to start off by saying, um, this is pretty unlikely. Not gonna lie, at least for me, I just, I just, this seems very unlikely to happen. Uh, I know guys are already backing out. I know Rory backed out already uh, later earlier this week, and I'm sure we'll have a bunch of guys either later this week or sooner or later they'll uh, they'll back out, say they don't want to join. So, I mean, we got the world number one already out, so we'll see how that goes. So the Premier Golf League. I suppose it'd be replacing the PGA Tour. Um, um, why I ruined something that is going so well, couldn't tell you. So, there's going to be 18 tourneys as opposed to the 45 on the normal PGA Tour, and that 18 and 45 number is including the four majors the Masters, the Opens, and yeah, you know, the four majors. So, that's 27 less tournaments, which means there's going to be an off-season, like we see in the MLB, NFL, etc. Uh, and that would that off-season would be between the end of August and the beginning of January. So, mid-January uh, is, is likely when each season will be starting. Uh, like I said, there's still going to be majors. Uh, uh, don't worry, the Masters isn't going anywhere. The Opens aren't going anywhere. You know, you know. Um, one of the bigger things is that they'll be playing 18 less holes. So there's going to be 54 holes and no cut as opposed to the PGA Tour we know and love now, which is 72 holes uh, with a cut on the second day. Um, so... 
each tournament is going to be three days, not four. The target launch is between 2022 and 2023, so we still got we still got two, three-ish years less uh, left if this does end up being implemented, which I don't believe it will. Um, so, I mean, I understand the the three, the two, three-year grace period because I mean it's an it's an entire rebrand of a of a league that has so many uh, worldwide and uh, worldwide fans. So we'll see. The weekly purse is ten million for the winner, or should I say, the winning team? Get into that in a second as well. There's going to be 10 tournaments inside of the United States and three outside. There's going to be four in Asia, three in Europe, uh, and one in Australia. Um, it said there's one in the Middle East, but I just counted that as Asia. So four Asian instead of three Asia and one Middle East. It just makes more sense. Um, there's going to be 48 competitors playing individually, but also playing for, get ready, 12 teams, yes, teams in golf, you heard that correctly, with four players on each team. I'll overview my thoughts on that team implement implication in a moment. So, I'll try to go slow during this part. Each team at the beginning of each day will pick two out of their four players and then use their scores to be added to the team's overall total, but everyone will still play. Just the remaining two that were not picked, their scores will be counting regardless how good they play. So, if you were to pick somebody uh, at the beginning of the day and they go out, they shoot a 70, 76, something like that, that score is going to count, and if the guy that you didn't pick, he goes out, shoots the ground of his life, too bad, uh, because uh, those are the two guys you picked, and you and there was a reason for picking them, just just didn't happen to give, get it right on that day, which, I mean, these are these are the best golfers in the world, so uh, the, those matters of strokes uh, will definitely matter. In the final competition, uh, just a thought I had earlier was that they should get some sort of—I um, don't know what to call it—but if you ever play Monopoly, uh, a get a get out of jail free card. Uh, it's not a very good analogy, but like like a pass almost, where if if something, as I explained earlier did happen, they could use this quote-unquote pass to reverse the scores or something like that. It's just an idea I had. It it, it had a little more strategy to it. Um, not that picking two of your four world-class athletes wasn't hard enough, but just a thought I had, and it'd be interesting if something like that did happen. So... After 17 events, 
there's going to be a championship where the championship team in the league will be crowned, but an individual, an individual championship, an individual champion will also be crowned at that time. So, if all those numbers just flew over your head, here's a little overview. So, 48 of the best athletes in the world. Yeah, 48. 12 teams, each with four players. Not sure how teams will be ended end up being picked. I don't know if the commissioner or will pick them or just for uh, good good friends of the tour will just get together and make a squad. I don't know. I'm not sure. There's going to be 18 events slash tournaments. Uh, there's going to be one team world champion. And there's also going to be one individual world champion. My thoughts are... I do not want to see this be implemented. Um, a, a, a rebrand this large is a very difficult thing to pull off. And, and I know I'm not the only one that... Uh, won't want to do this. I don't, I'm not saying that uh, there's fans out there that don't want this to, don't want this to happen because I'm sure there is. But I like being able to watch golf every week. 27 less tournaments. That's 27 less. <coughs> it's 27 less weeks than I can watch golf. It's also harder for fans of golf to go to events and tournaments because there's less likely to be a tournament in your state or region that you live in. Um, I know there's like how people have bought houses on uh, gol on golf courses that pros play. Um, so, I mean the house value will go down, but I mean, that's not, that's not too big. I mean, if you, if you live on a golf course with PGA pros to play, you're still, you're still making a decent amount of money, so I don't think, uh, the price of your house going down isn't gonna do too much to you. Uh, I assume the team will split the $10 million purse amongst each other, or maybe they'll do it um, whoever gets the, the most uh, points or whoever contributes the most gets the most money. I'm not really sure. Um, I do think it's going to be easier to get fans interested if they had never watched golf before. it's easier to like a um a group of guys as it uh, as opposed to liking just an individual like personally um i'm a big i'm a big tiger woods and bryson dechambeau fan but but if there happen to be a group of guys that i liked 
like somewhat liked like some of the guys that that I like that um, that aren't as big as DeChambeau and Tiger uh, I like Matt Wallace I like I like Oosthuizen I like Hovland so say those three came together and made a team there'd obviously have to be another one so um, I like Snedeker too so if those four came together and made a team, I'd be a fan of that team as opposed to um, a team led by Bryson or Tiger um, just because of that one person and um, three other randoms that I wasn't a fan of. Like, uh, I don't I don't like Rom very much, so if Tiger and Rom played together, I probably wouldn't be a fan of that team. Final thing, we had our third weeks of third week of XFL football. PJ Walker continues his dominance and leads the Roughnecks. They're still undefeated, and the Vipers. Sorry, still haven't won a game yet. So I'll go over the top performers. Um, we had PJ Walker. From the Roughnecks, threw for 306 passing yards, three touchdowns, and also a rushing touchdown. I'm not sure if at the end of the season they'll be doing an award ceremony or anything like that, like the NFL, like the MLB. But if if they do, PJ Walker's getting my MVP right now. Uh, I they could they could do coach of the year they could do um, comeback player of the year they couldn't do that they couldn't do rookie of the year I guess the rookie of the year would just go to the MVP right um, they can do offensive defensive player of the year um, I guess you could do a most improved like if if they didn't do good in the first four ish weeks and then they just went on a stretch and finished out the end of the season well I guess they could do that for most improved but. I'm not even sure if they're doing an official award ceremony. So, but if they do, MVP, in my opinion, going to PJ. We had Josh Johnson. Uh, he had 274 passing yards, three touchdowns, and led the Wildcats to their first win, and handed the DC Defenders their first loss. Um, Cam Phillips. He had 194 yards. And three touchdowns. Um, and those were thrown by none other than PJ Walker. Uh, Cam Phillips has really impressed me. If there was one guy that I had to pick that deserves a spot on the NFL roster, it'd be Cam. Um, he's been balling out. He's a beast. Uh, his routes are pretty good. Um, and finally, we have Trey McBride. He had five receptions for 109 yards and two touchdowns. And he's on the Wildcats also. Also, So we got we got two, Wildcat, two Wildcats and two Roughnecks on this week's Offensive uh, Players of the Week. On the defensive side, we had DeMarquez. It's either DeMarquez or DeMarquise Gates from the undefeated Roughnecks. He had eight tackles and an interception. Steven Johnson from the Dragons. Had 14 tackles, 5 assists. 
Um, he's a beast. He's just like a he's a tackling monster. He's like he reminds me of like a uh, like a Blake Martinez or a Darius Leonard type player. Uh, does nothing but tackling it. Um, but uh, he he's got a few he's got a few bats uh, I've seen, but tackling is his thing. And that's another player I could see going to the NFL. Uh, Jack Tocha. When when I was doing research about this week's top performers on defense, um, I was like, Jack Tocha. It's like, and I realized that he's an ex uh, Minnesota Viking. Uh, I, I don't know why I know that uh, random fact, but yeah, Jack Tocha, ex Minnesota Viking. From Los Angeles, he had three tackles, an interception, and a block punt. Unfortunately, wasn't able to watch this week's games. Um, I, I had work on Saturday, and I went to a NHL game with some family on Sunday. So, next week, predictions. I have the Wildcats beating the Guardians. I have the Battlehawks beating the Dragons. I have the Roughnecks staying undefeated, beating the Renegades. I have the DC Defenders coming back after their terrible game against the Wildcats and beating the Winless Vipers. Finally, some other smaller stuff. Well, this isn't this isn't very small. This is uh quite big. 160 pounds is quite big, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Greg Robinson, uh, Browns offensive lineman, and Quan Bray, uh, Colts kick and punt returner, were caught crossing the Mexican border with around 160 pounds of marijuana, and if they're convicted, they'll both be facing. 20 or more years in prison. I mean, wow. Greg Robinson? He had a breakout year. And to think something as stupid as uh, trying to cross uh, the Mexico-U.S. border with 10, 11, 12 suitcases of weed could put you in, put your NFL career to rest and put you in prison for the for 20 more years like come on man what what, what are you thinking um we have the nfl combine this week we'll let's i'm excited to see who's this year's dk metcalf john ross chris johnson um let's see who's going to be that guy that do jump off draft boards i'm sure next week i'll do a combine review talking about who that was Victor Hovland, he becomes the first Norwegian golfer to win on the PGA Tour. So, good job to him. Um, Stephen Curry, um, after his uh, long injury rest, will be making his return Sunday at 8.30 against the Washington Wizards. Speaking of the Wizards, poor Bradley Beal, man. Back-to-back 50 plus point games and a loss in both. Tough break. And finally, 
Pedro Severino. He's need he's gonna need Tommy John surgery, making the American League East more competitive than it already needs to be. But I still have New York Yankees winning it all. Speaking of the New York Yankees winning the L East, I hope to have my uh, 2020 MLB season predictions coming out soon. So that that's all I have today. That just about wraps up the podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we talked about the NFL's playoff editions, uh, the Premier Golf League, and XFL's third week. So this has been the Lunch Table Talk podcast. This was episode three. I hope to see you in episode four. Uh, I'll see you next time. Have a good one.